Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today. If you will, be opening up to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to notice at least the first part of this chapter. I'm not sure exactly how far we will get, but uh, starting in verse 1, again, Paul, defending his apostleship, says, I must go on boasting. Though there is nothing to be gained by it, I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. Now, of course, if he were boasting just simply of how wonderful and great he was, then there truly was nothing to be gained by it. But again, going back to the point that he has made on a few occasions, the reason why he is doing this is to, of course, defend himself and to defend his ministry. And so he says, in order to do that, I'm going to move on beyond my suffering, beyond my preaching the gospel free of charge, and look at these visions that I have had. He says in verse 2, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Now, there's some key points in this, and we'll get to some of these things as, as we go on. In verse 2, he says, I know a man. Now, personally, I think that he is talking about himself in the third person in this passage. And I'll explain why when we get down to verses 6 and 7. But I also think that just the general context of this would lend itself to this being about Paul because he is trying to defend his ministry. So I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, now as Paul was writing this roughly around A.D. 56-57, that could put this particular vision anywhere from A.D. 41 to A.D. 44. Uh, and again, thinking about this as far as perhaps Paul being the subject of this vision, uh, if you think about the history of Paul and his conversion, um, he most likely was converted just a few years after the ascension of Christ that we read about in Acts chapter 1. And so that would have put his conversion anywhere from AD 33, AD 36, somewhere around in that region. So if this particular vision was about him and it took place in verses, or not in verses, but in AD 41 through 44, Paul certainly would have been as he says, in Christ. So he knows a man in Christ who was a Christian who was caught up to the third heaven. Now what he means by this is the spiritual realm because as we often see in, in Scripture and is, is recorded historically, uh, traditionally there were those three heavens. The first heaven would be the sky and the atmosphere of earth. The second heaven would be the cosmos, where the sun, moon, and stars, all of those things are located. And then the third heaven would be that spiritual realm. So Paul's saying he was caught up into that spiritual realm. And he says, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I think what he means by that is whether he was literally transported to the spiritual realm or whether it was just simply a vision, he doesn't know, but God knows. And he says, I know that this man was caught up into paradise, again, that spiritual realm, that third heaven, 
whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know what we just talked about. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. We have no idea exactly what he saw. We have no idea, really hardly anything other than the fact that we know that this vision took place in some way in the spiritual realm. And he heard things that man has never heard and cannot even utter. We don't know what it is, and to be quite frank, to speculate would just simply be a waste of time. We just, we have no idea, and there's no way for us to know. And so he moves on to verse 5. On behalf of this man I will boast, but on my own behalf I will not boast, except of my weakness. Now, what he's saying there is of one who has this kind of vision and who experiences something like this. They are certainly worthy of, of boasting, and it's certainly proper to boast and, in that sense, glory of that. But Paul says he's not going to boast of himself. And so in verse 6, we see, Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool. For I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. If you notice this transition when he's speaking about this vision and this other man, he goes from the first person to the third person, and then he comes back to the, the first person here in verses 6 and 7. So again, I think Paul is talking about himself in that vision in verses 2 and 3. And saying that of such a one where, who has experienced this thing, certainly worthy of, of boasting in that. But he's saying, I'm not going to boast of that. I'm going to simply boast of my weaknesses. I'm just simply going to boast of those things, as we talked about yesterday, of those things that make me, make me weak. And he says, even though I could... He says, even if though I did boast, he says, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But he says he's going to refrain from it so that no one will think more of him than he sees in me, uh, than think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So again, though he had really the right to boast, and if he did boast about it, what he was saying would be true in regards to this vision, but he's not going to. He's going to maintain that humility. And, and here, starting in verse uh, 7, he says, So to keep me from being conceited, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. This passage is also one that is filled with speculation as far as what his thorn in the flesh was. Uh, people have thrown out uh, possible answers such as headaches, uh, such as epilepsy. I know some have, uh, some believe that it could have been his poor eyesight. Some, I mean, there's just been all sorts of suggestions to what this is talking about. But again, it's one of those points of speculation. We just have, we have no idea what it was. But we do know the purpose of it. Whatever it was, whether it was some physical ailment, whether it be epilepsy epilepsy or headaches or 
his poor vision, whatever it was, we know that it was to keep him from becoming conceited. It was to keep him humble, to prevent that arrogance. Because Paul had had these visions, he had gone through all of these things, even as he talks about in 1 Corinthians 15, he had worked and labored harder than all of the other apostles. He had done so many wonderful things. For most people, it would be very easy if they were in the shoes of Paul to become conceited. And because of that, he had this thorn in the flesh to keep him from becoming arrogant. So here in this passage, especially what we see in verses 1 through 6, again, really all of it, Paul is giving that other defense for his apostleship and for his ministry. The very fact that he had received these visions from God proves that, again, he, he was chosen by God, prove his apostleship and prove his ministry. Um, unfortunately, this is not the best place to stop, but unfortunately we are getting close on time and wouldn't really have time to look at the rest of this section. So we're going to stop right here, and we will pick up in verse 8 tomorrow. As always, if you ever have any questions or comments, you can feel free to message us, call us, or at, again, just simply leave a comment on this video, and we would love to answer any questions that you may have. Um, again, please come back tomorrow as we will pick up in verse 8.